Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. A bad game for the Blues last night. Really the first truly horrendous game of the season for this team. And right now we're talking it over with the Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. JR, what's going on, man? Not too much, guys. How you guys doing? Uh, doing better than the Blues last night. What happened? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, no, that was an egg for sure. Um, like you said, probably their first real one of the year and and you hate to say it but they happen and there's probably two or three of them a year even with the best teams in the league and you try to move on that's what Craig Bruby and and the players are going to do but every single facet last night was just uh, pretty brutal to watch well it was and uh, of course JR um, you know Twitter is a wonderful place to be on post game during a combustion like that Jordan Bennington's the topic and I know people are, are blaming him it's hard to blame him so okay and then i gotta work with these two which is so frustrating i'm kidding look bennington wasn't great in that game nobody was great in that game where is your assessment overall on him jr yeah it's it hasn't been good enough it just really hasn't i think it's a situation where uh you know jordan bennington won a stanley cup i've written before that his numbers in the regular season the past couple years anyway have been pretty good you know you, you put up 30 wins that's nothing to sneeze at uh, obviously the postseason hasn't been uh, great, but that's not just him. I think that's been on the team the past couple of years. But you go into this season, you've signed the new deal, the big deal, and, and you have to play better. And, you know, one stat that we kind of keep referencing is uh, 16 starts now out of 23 this year. He's allowed uh, three goals or more. You know, there are some nights in that that you, uh, you say that's not all on him for sure. The defense hasn't played well. The team didn't play well last night. You also have to mention there's been some nights where he's played terrific and, and kept the team in it. There just haven't been enough of those nights. JR, do you feel like the Blues play differently in front of Ville Husso, Charlie Lindgren, Gillies, um, any of the backups? Do you feel like they are playing differently in front of those guys than they have been this year in front of Bennington? Well, I, I think, you know, when you, you, you analyze that question, and uh, I wrote a story a couple of days ago about the uh, the Blues goalie situation with Bennington and Husso, and, you know, I've said this before, that not everything makes the article. And I actually did talk to Jamie McLennan about that, and I said, you've heard that over the years. You played, you know, 260 games in the NHL. What does that mean when people say that a team plays differently in front of another goaltender? And he said, you know, it's really just that, 
they're playing in a groove at a certain point. You know, they might be rolling and they feel good with this particular goaltender. So maybe they can take some, some chances offensively. And I think what we're going through right now is Billy Huso obviously playing terrifically and the team feels good in front of him. And, and you might say, well, okay, well, it's more than the stretch. Maybe it dates back to the start of the season, or maybe you look back at last year. You know, I don't know. I think that's a tough thing to kind of analyze and say that, that uh, you know, forward defense, everybody's playing a better style of game in front of a particular goaltender. Now, you know, to the naked eye, it does look like that on some nights, but I think like Jamie said, uh, it kind of ties into whether the team feels like it's in a groove, and, and, and I think they have with, a, with a, who's so rolling lately. Regardless, JR, it always comes down to the team play, and for a short time there when the Blues were going on that streak on home ice, it felt like the defense had improved a little bit. We started to get a little bit more comfortable with Nico Mikla in the top four. Krug and Falk played well together. Scandella and Bortuzzo were doing well on the third pairing. Mikla is a minus five. He sits in the third period last night. Craig Bruby said it wasn't an injury, just he wasn't having a good night. Do you feel like the, the defense is starting to get exposed again, which is going to ramp up the trade rumor conversations? Yeah, I do. And I was thinking about that last night. But one thing I, I want to say, though, is that even when the defense plays well, I think they still need a defenseman. So on the nights or the weeks that they play well, I, I don't think that changes that. It's going to ramp it up now for sure. Uh, but a couple of things to keep in mind here, guys, I know you guys have, have talked about them, is, uh, you know, when you have Colton Preco and Nico Mikula playing well and being a good pair, that kind of sets everything up. You get your minutes, you get your steady play, and then Justin Falk and Tori Krug obviously uh, can do their thing. But look, last night, you know, like the rest of the team, you know, Col- Colton Preco didn't have a great game and, you know, not even a shadow of a number one type guy. Uh, Nico Mikula, you know, bad game. I've been a big fan of his and the way he's played, but for the pair, it, it was just uh, really bad. And, and so, you know, there have been some games like that, and I think if you're Doug Armstrong watching above, you know, he obviously sees it, and, and he probably thinks the same way, that even this defense on its best night, you know, probably needs some help. So I think that those uh, conversations, that speculation will continue. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest here on 101 ESPN. JR, last night, and obviously with playing them again on Thursday, one of the topics of conversation is going to be Matthew Kachuk, and uh, he did nothing to stop those conversations last night with the way he performed. (laughs) Five assists in that game. He was just tremendous in the game as a whole. Ended up with a plus three, 19 minutes on the ice. Uh, JR, how much do you think we're going to be talking about Matthew Kachuk this offseason? Because he's got the contract situation. It's the final year of his deal in Calgary and RFA. Do you think we're going to have those conversations again about him this offseason? And if so, what's the asking price going to be like for a guy like Kachuk in your mind? Well, it wouldn't be a Blues offseason if we weren't talking about number 19, Matthew Kachuk, right? (laughs) Yeah, he did nothing. Yeah, I'm watching the game last night thinking to myself, thanks, Matt. Now I'm for sure going to be writing about this in the next couple of days. You know, uh, and I am actually going to write about it, uh, you know, when Calgary comes to town. You know, I think it's a situation we talked about it last summer. Obviously, some things have changed. The Blues brought in Buchnevich and Saad, the multi-year deals. You know, the Tarasenko situation hasn't resolved itself yet. Um, you know, how does that proceed? Uh, David Perron, what's his future? If Doug Armstrong knows that there's a deal to be made, for Matthew Kachuk, whether it's a trade now or trying to sign him when he gets to free agency, you know, I, I think he'll do it. I think he'll find a way to, to free up the cap to do it. So I don't I don't look at the Blues cap situation and say it's absolutely impossible. But to me, it's, it's going to be the assets. It's going to be what will it take to get Matthew Kachuk, you know, out of Calgary. Uh, you know, the one thing is I know there's been a lot made that uh, he would like to play in St. Louis. I don't think that's any secret. He would like to be uh, with the Blues at some point in his career. Uh, but I think, you know, he, he has other places that he wouldn't mind playing for either. You know, I've heard some teams uh, 
you know, Dallas, New York, so on and so forth. So while, you know, you, you look at it as a blues fan and say to yourself, uh, you know, I think that this could be uh, reality one day, you know, if Doug Armstrong's not willing to pay the price to Calgary that it's going to take, and it's going to take a lot, then, you know, it doesn't go through and you wait a couple more years for free agency. So again, you know, like I said last year, I don't think anything is imminent on this front, but I think if you're the blues, the interest has to be there and you have to stay involved in those conversations if they're to be had. Jer, final one from me. We 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 surpassed the the midway point of the regular season. Game forty two was played last night. If there's one thing that you feel like needs to change in this final thirty nine forty games of the season, what do you feel like it needs to be? Well, I would have said for sure the defense, and they need to add somebody before the trade deadline. Uh, but you have to add goaltending in there now. You do. You're like, how is this thing going to play out? You can throw out all the cliches, ride the hot hand. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. At some point, Jordan Bennington has to find some consistency. Like, I don't see the final 40, uh, you know, games, a situation where they're going to give Huso two-thirds of the starts. You know, I just don't see it. They know that Jordan Bennington is their guy, um, and, you know, while they're allowing Huso to, to play and play well and, and get some points here, at some point that thing's going to have to figure itself out. And if you don't have a Jordan Bennington back on top of his game, um, you know, what kind of playoff team are you trying to get two rounds. You can, you can say the answer is really Huso, but to me, it's still an unknown regardless of how he's playing. So in addition to that help on defense, uh, they've got to get this goaltending figured out. JR, who do you think gets the start on Thursday? Like, obviously it's all projection because we haven't seen them practicing. We haven't seen anything like that, but who do you think it's the start on Thursday against Calgary? Yeah. If I had to guess, I'd, I'd say it's got to be Huso. And look, Jordan Bennington was in a tough situation. You know, I didn't mind the blues going back to Huso after the shutout but it did put Bennington in a little bit of a tough situation because, uh, you know, the team's going to be tired three and four, and, you know, finally uh, it, it caught up to him. Uh, not trying to take him off the hook whatsoever there, but it was going into last night uh, going to be a tough game. And, and so, uh, to me, uh, Huso is the guy at the moment. He's got to play. I think they'd have to play him on Thursday. Tough to come up with uh, Jordan Bennington. Plus, they're, they're off today, so you're really not going get, to get a good practice. Uh, maybe tomorrow you get one in. I, I think that uh, they still need some work with, Jordan Bennington off to the side before they, they they can throw him back into a game. Do you just tell him to get his mind right then before the weekend, before they go into this break, and you play Huso in the next two? Yeah, you could. You could. It, it's a tough thing because, you know, how many times can you try to hit the reset button? I think there's probably only, only so many things you can say and only so much time you can give him off. You know, look at this last stretch. He didn't play for, what was it, eight, nine, ten days. Uh, he's watching Billy Huso have all this success. He wants to go in there and play well, and then it doesn't happen for you, so you just have to go back to the drawing board. But, yeah, if I'm the Blues, I'm saying, look, we got a 10-day break coming up. We just need to get as many points as we can. Right now, Huso's the guy. We'll figure out the Bennington thing at some point, but Huso has to be the guy that you put in that. Jared, do you feel like there could be a point where, where we, we get to and say maybe Jordan Bennington's just not a number one goaltender? You know, I think that possibility is there, but, uh, I mean, it's just like, you bought a new SUV and uh, paid the price for it. And then all of a sudden you think to yourself, well, this thing isn't exactly what I wanted. I mean, what do you do at that point? You sell it and, and lose, you know, I, the rest of the league sees how Jordan Bennington's playing as well, not consistent. And nobody's lining up to make a deal for a guy who have five more years left on his contract. So that, that's why, you know, it is what it is at the moment. You know, I've, I've covered so many of these goaltending situations where the backup is playing better than the starter and everybody wants to anoint the backup, you know, the new guy and, and criticize the team for the long-term contract. But 
it just is what it is. And in two months, you could have a hot Jordan Bennington and everybody's talking about how he's your guy going into the playoffs. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I think there are legitimate questions like the one you just brought up about whether he is and can be the guy. Uh, but, you know, it's just hard to answer that question during a stretch when things just aren't going well for him. So um, you got to give him a chance. Team's got to play well in front of him. But at some point, Jordan Bennington has to step up and be absolutely consistent for this team where they can go out and play well and look like they're playing for him and trying to win games for him. He's Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work over on The Athletic. You should do so. You should subscribe over there. It's really fantastic work between him and Katie Wu and all of the work that they do over at The Athletic. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy these next couple of games before you get a week off or so to be able to kind of recuperate, man. Yep, anytime. Good show, boys. Thanks. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beating technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.